Welcome back to the Christchurch Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Broughton, and today we're going to talk about how to get ready to get a mortgage. So there's a few things that you really want to do if you're going to get a mortgage this year. It's really true for any year, but more important, um, with the triple CFA rules that have come in, uh, it, it just makes things a little bit harder to get a mortgage. So there's three steps I'm going to go through today. And in my opinion, this is the order that you need to do them. Because the first one takes a lot longer than the other two. So you want to get onto that as quick as you can. So the three steps, in my opinion, to get yourself in the best position to be buying a house, be it your own home or an investment property, are number one, reduce or eliminate all consumer debt. So that is credit cards, buy now, pay later, car loans, HP, store cards. Uh, there's an endless list of what these consumer debts can be. Generally, they attract a higher interest rate and they're very unattractive to the bank when you are applying for a loan. So that's step one, get rid of all consumer debt. We're going to go through a couple of steps in how to do this in a really efficient way shortly. Number two is reduce all unnecessary spending. So we all splurge on things uh, from time to time. That's not a problem unless you're looking to get a mortgage. So what you're going to need is you're going to want you're going to want three to six months of a really clean account. So when you go to the bank, either in person or via your mortgage broker, you can show them that you've got a really clean history of spending. We'll again touch more on that later. And number three, you want to increase your income to as high as possible. It's reasonably self-explanatory. The more income you can prove that you've got, which we'll touch on proven income versus actual income shortly, the more income you can prove you've got, the more you can borrow. So um, yeah, that kind of stands to reason. Increase your income as much as possible to uh, be able to borrow more for the house or the investment property that you want to get. So back up to the top. Let's start with reducing or eliminating consumer debt. So currently, this is March 2023. Um, mortgage rates are anywhere from very high fives to low to mid 7%. Consumer debt generally starts at double this and goes up to 20, 25% or higher. So clearly there's a big difference in the interest you'll pay on a mortgage to consumer debt. So you, as I said, you want to get rid of as much as possible or eliminate as much as possible. So the one method I'm going to talk about today for debt repayment uh, is called the snowball method. So what you're going to do is you're going to take all of the debts that you've got, so be it store cards, credit cards, buy now, pay later, um, car loans. And you're going to list these from the smallest debt up to the largest debt. And the example that I've got here, we've got a farmer's card, 
with 1,900 outstanding. We've got a cue card with 2,200 outstanding. We've got a credit card with 4,500. That's uh, 4,500, and a car loan of 7,800. So uh, that's the order you're going to list them, and you're going to attack them from smallest to largest. So there's two really important things in this. Firstly, you want to make make sure you keep doing the minimum payments on every debt. And then you're going to channel as much surplus income you have into the lowest one. So in this example, it is the farmer's card. So let's say you can find two to $400 a month extra. So you're going to put that onto your farmer's card repayments. So you're going to boost that and pay it off a lot quicker because you're going to put the extra in. And as soon as that farmer's card is paid off, you're going to take the entire payments that you are making to that, let's say it's $500 a month, and you're going to go to the next highest loan or debt, which in this case is the cue card. So you're going to add your $500 onto the cue card to get that debt paid down as quick as possible. And then again, once that one's once that one's done, you'll then take the entire amount, which is probably in the six to seven hundred dollar range, and then slap that onto the credit card. So as you go, you want to be cancelling these cards or facilities, um, and this way, each time you get to the slightly larger loan, you've got a much bigger amount that you can put towards this. And at the end of this, you've got all your consumer debts paid off. And you've got quite a large surplus, uh, which then can go towards your mortgage or into savings. So another important reason why you want to eliminate this debt rather than just pay it off and leave the facility there. Take, for example, a credit card. If you've got a $10,000 limit on your credit card, but you've got a zero balance, so you haven't used it, the bank is still going to take that as if you've used the whole amount and generally it's five to six times the um, the limit is the amount they're going to take off what they'll lend to you. So if you have a $10,000 limit on your credit card, that's going to reduce your borrowing ability by fifty dollars to $60,000. So if you've got a few cards stacked up, that's going to really limit your ability to get a mortgage for the amount that you want. So that's there's so many reasons to be reducing your debt. Um, this is just one of them. So once you've reduced your debt, this is clearly going to take the longest of all these things. You then move on to uh, reduce your spending. So this is this is really one of those cases where small term sacrifices for big term gains. If your aim is to buy a house or buy a rental property you're going to have to uh, go through a little bit of um, pain, possibly, to get there. So one of these is reducing your spending. So that means takeaways, that means expensive trips away, it means nights out on the town. You can still have fun, but you just need to do it on a budget. If you can have three to six months of really tight spending control, it's going to put you in a really good position with the bank when you come to get this mortgage. The third thing we want to do is get as much extra income as possible. This in turn is going to show the bank 
um, that you're able to borrow more money. So the things that you want to do with this is you need to be able to prove to the bank um, that you've got the extra income. It's no point having a side hustle which is all in cash uh, and, and having the cash, but you can't prove to the bank that it's income. All these things, it's it's proven to the bank that you've, you're, you're good with money, you don't have high debts, and you've got a good income. So the things that you can do to show the banks that your income is healthy, you can get extra hours at work, you can ask for a pay rise, you can do overtime, you can get a border, you can, if you've got a business, you can add in new product lines, you can double down on what's working to increase your cash flow. But as I said, a lot of these things are going to take a, a bit of time to actually come through and be able to prove to the bank. So once you've got all these three elements together, there's a couple of other things you want to do. You want to keep your account um, conduct well. So that's paying your bills on time. Um, and a lot of this comes back to your credit report. So the banks, uh, every time you have a bill or you have a debt and you need to be paying these things on time, it can go against you or for you in your credit report. So if you want to go and check your credit report, uh, there is a, there's a website called creditsimple.co.nz. I'll link that up above here. Uh, you can go in there, put in your details, and check what your credit score is, and that'll show you all the different institutions where you debts, so you can check, do you have a debt? Have they actually cleared your account completely? So these are three really important things that you need to be focusing on um, before you go to get a mortgage. Again, talk to your mortgage broker, your mortgage advisor, or the bank, if you're going to go direct to the bank, about how much you can borrow, and then looking at these things that I've talked about, will these make a difference to your situation? There's Again, there's no one rule for everyone, but I would say these three things are going to vastly improve your chances of getting a higher mortgage uh, if you can implement all these things before you come to get a loan so we're going to wrap it up there thanks heaps for listening and we'll catch you next time see ya